into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, welcome, welcome to AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On, where we get to know some of your favorite celebrities and entertainers. Today I'm joined with a talented young actress. Oh, wait, I should probably say who I am first. I'm Michelle Renee, your host for today's Spotlight On interview. And I am joined, as I was saying, with a beautifully talented young actress, Miss Zara, Yara, excuse me, Shahidi. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank she is you. on Blackish, ABC's Blackish, that premiered last night. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I want to say is congratulations to you. Thank you. How does it feel finally after so many months of like having the billboards up, having you know as an actress like what the fans are going to see, but how does it feel to finally have it be out? I think it's great because, I mean, the whole process of having a pilot, then seeing if it gets picked up for a season, then seeing if they even aired the season. I mean, it was a long process. So then... Uh, up front when we found out, like, oh, we're getting a full season, and then we were super excited, and then just finally seeing the pilot out and seeing everybody's reactions was great, because we had a pretty positive reaction to it. Yeah, 10 million, right? I just heard that, and that is amazing. So, congratulations, and I'm looking, I've watched, you know, last night's episode, and I'm personally excited to see not only what happens with the Johnson family, but also what what happens with your character, Zoe, Um, and you can tell us a little bit about that, if you can, a little bit later in the interview, if you want to tease it a little bit. Okay. Uh, But before we get started with talking about Blackish, I want to know a little bit about how you got started as, you know, the actress that you are now, because you're 14 years old, correct? Mm -hmm. And I... You know, would assume there's so many like young people out there that are looking at you like, wow, she's awesome. How do I do what she does? Like, how do I get to be in her shoes? So you started acting when you were five, right? Um, yeah. The first big thing was when I was seven with Imagine That. But I did commercials starting Mm -hmm. when I was three in Minnesota. (laughs) Wow. And what was the first commercial you did? Or do you? I should know know that, shouldn't I? (laughs) I don't know, <laughs> but um, I, I did like a lot of print ads and mm-hmm. commercials in Minnesota with my family, so it's a lot of Target stuff and stuff like that. And then we moved to LA. I still don't remember my first commercial in LA. I really should know this though. I, I, <laughs> but when we moved to LA, imagine that was the first big thing that I did. Wow! And when you kind of started, were you like, okay, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life, or was it more so like, this is fun? Oh, um, right it was more of like, a, this is fun, and I. Th- think still to this day I know mm-hmm. it's definitely something that I want to continue doing but I'm like oh I really want to do this this and this pub- public relations theology yeah and, uh, history that's what I want to do yeah I was going to ask you about that so you okay Oxford mm-hmm. you went this past summer or- yes um July this July I went and I spent a month there in the dorms at uh, Oxford University or wow. college and I got to walk around Oxford for the entire month and I took two history classes which was amazing What's the, like, most fascinating thing that you learned when there? Just, like, one history fact. Teach me something. How? Well, I didn't know that the Titanic had two sister ships. I think the Olympic and the Britannica were the two sister ships. And I just had no idea. And they all ended up uh, crashing 
and Ooh. getting destroyed. Talk about bad luck. I know. How did the other sunk. two go down? They sunk. I think one was in the army, in the navy, and then the other one was damaged. And the, I think that one was the one that went out before Titanic. It mm-hmm. sunk. Wow. So, you know, some actresses that still, like Natalie Portman, I think, um, mm-hmm. with the one that's the UN ambassador now, I should know her name. Emma um, Watson? Yeah, Emma Watson. You mm-hmm. know, they went to school and got mm-hmm. degrees. Is that something that you definitely want to do? Definitely. I've been stalking the Harvard and Oxford website for a few years uh-huh. now. <laughs> and I got to visit Harvard and meet uh, Henry Lewis Jr. and Jamaica Kincaid. And it was like a fabulous experience. Because at first I was like, Harvard's untouchable. No one goes to Harvard except like three people. And then like being able to go there mm-hmm. and meet the students and meet the professors. I mean, it was such a warm environment. And it was like, this is where I want to go. Yeah. So that's your dream college. I was going to ask you, like, what school would you go to? So it would be Harvard. Harvard undergrad, Oxford graduate. Wow. I love it. That's awesome. Well, that you will be going to school in about Um, a sophomore right now. So so 2017, I graduate. All right. Mm -hmm. So class of two. Well, depending on how Mm -hmm. soon you finish college, you could be like class of 2000, like 20 class of 2021 (laughs) Harvard right here. Uh, Look out for that. Um, So right now in terms of school, do you do you have a tutor or you go to like regular school? Um, Well, I actually attend school. I mean, when I'm not on set, then I'm at school. Mm -hmm. And while I am on set, I do definitely get my school in AP European history. Um, I just finished an essay yesterday (laughs) at seven o'clock at night. Mm. But uh I have a tutor on set, and then I have teachers uh, at school. So then we'll, they always they always are in communication, and we're just trying to figure out things that are most convenient in order for me to like absorb all the material that they're learning in class, and so that I don't fall behind, mm-hmm. but that I can actually like get ahead. Wow. As far as friends at school, is it like everyone like wants to be your friend, or people are kind of like, well, I want to be her. I want to be on TV because <laughs> I know how high schoolers can be. Like I've well, been there, done that. Fortunately enough, I I have I'm surrounded by a great group of girls. I go to an all girls Catholic school. Okay, but I'm surrounded by a great group group of girls, and like half of them didn't even know that I was like that I was on TV or that I was an actress. And then there was a poster right yeah. by my school, <laughs> like right outside. So mm-hmm. then all my teachers started saying stuff, and then they would come up to me and be like. I saw you. That girl this, looks but, like you on that yeah, but billboard. But what's nice is that <laughs> no one really cares. I mean, not no one cares isn't like, oh, I don't care about mm-hmm. you. But more of like, they can, they're not caught up by that. It's just like, who's Yara? And let me help her try and memorize this in sync choreography. Oh, so. that's awesome. You want to shout out any of your best friends right now? Hey, Allison. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Emily. Well, my IH crew, I thing is about shout outs is that I always feel like I'm going to forget everybody. So I'm going to make it all inclusive as in you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my <laughs> IH crew. And yeah. And my Oxford crew. Yeah. Charge it to the head, not to the heart. <laughs> and whenever I'm like thanking somebody for something, I'm like, oh, if I got, forgot somebody, just charge it to the head, not to the heart. Because... Yeah, I just don't want to forget somebody because yeah, then I don't want them to be like, you don't like me Yeah, no, she friend. loves you all. Everybody yes. she goes to school with. <laughs> So, um, now on to the show, Blackish. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much your character, Zoe Johnson. Last night in the first episode, we kind of saw her being the, I don't 
want to say typical teen because I feel like that would not be giving teenagers credit, you know. But she kind of had the phone glued to her hand. Mm-hmm. She's doing selfies. Not really interested in what the family's talking about, but just all kind of in her own little world. Yeah, I know Zoe's character definitely does develop uh, throughout the next couple mm-hmm. of episodes. And that you get to see, like, how different she is when she's not on her phone, which is great because uh, she definitely isn't the typical teen. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was very witty, very smart, very popular. And it's just that her family never sees that but what they do get to see is the crazy switch that she'll make like when she's with her family and being kind of monotone and on her phone and then versus when she's with her friends talking on the phone and how she's like super alive and vivid and Mm -hmm. like she's like coming up with all sorts of jokes and talking about all the drama and stuff and like it's such a big change that it's really shocking for her family (laughs) family. and then a lot of family dynamics so then like her relationship with pops and then like a very big prankster and that will come up later, though. Oh, I like that teaser mm-hmm. there. So you're saying she is a big prankster, mm-hmm. Zoe. How to go back to the audition process for that role? What was that like? How did you get to be Zoe Johnson? I think that was a lot of fun. I think we got the script, and it was an untitled pilot. We didn't have the full script; mm-hmm. we just had my sides. But my sides were hilarious because it was Zoe. You actually get to see it in the episode that we just shot. Uh, it's Zoe rambling on and on about all this drama after her father was like trying to get her off of her phone. So finally, she talked to him and she has like a whole monologue about everything going on at school and how Tumblr is so ancient in her school. Well, anyway, (laughs) um, it was first I had to memorize the monologue and then it took a little work but then I got to figure out who Zoe is and just make it so that she's not just like any rambling valley girl or anything Mm -hmm. like that but really give her like a character and um, express her emotions towards her friends and how she felt about everybody and stuff like that so then after establishing that the first audition was great and then there were a lot of people in the room and we got to play around with it and they were like oh my all your options were great and we had just a lot of fun with it because they were like why don't you go faster now why don't you do this or Mm -hmm. why don't you really pay attention to this part in it or and it was just a lot of fun because i just got to mess around and just kind of change it up and then the second audition i was actually with anthony anderson okay so we sat side by side because we're in the car in the scene and it was just a lot of fun and we rolled up in the different color of the exact same shoe so that was <laughs> what kind really of shoes funny. were those they were carol young i think they were oxfords and they were both like the same material just different colors and it was really funny but um <laughs> we did it and it was just a lot of fun because mm-hmm. then it was actually like we were on set filming the scene it was fun and there was automatically a connection and it wasn't awkward because I know there are definitely those auditions where it's like you try and connect with the reader but it was something where it happened automatically and it was just like playing in a room wow awesome <laughs> so you said the second audition was with Anthony Anderson mm-hmm. at what point did you find out that all these other kind of like big name like um, Tracy were going to be involved was that during the audition process or kind of after you had already gotten the role? It was in between. So I think it was after the second audition. Then they like then they said like who the grandfather was, oh, okay. who the mother was, and I just got more and more excited and more anxious because at first it was just kind of out in the open, mm-hmm. like don't really know who it is. Um, so then when we heard that they were joining it, then I was like super excited. And then when I heard that I got it, I was like, oh my, me, <laughs> really? And it was a lot of fun. Wow. Awesome. Um, so what, like I mentioned, Zoe's character, she seems to be a little bit, you know, not as much about the school, schooling, uh, Mm -hmm. more about social life. Um, and you, as we've already talked about, you're very, you know, into your studies, which is awesome. Keep that up. So what aspects of Yara did you bring to Zoe and what kind of aspects of her care of Zoe's character did you kind of have to reach deeper to get? 
Well, I think definitely being making the her connection to her phone actually real, not just like it's Yara on a phone right mm-hmm. now. Yara is fake texting, so I was actually texting people on the phone during the scene. Okay, <laughs> and then they got a lot of like random messages. They're like, Yara, what are you doing? But um, for Zoe, a lot of pieces that I brought to her were just the character or like the piece of her that you see at school and that you see with your friends that you'll see throughout the next few episodes. But it's just making sure that she's still really witty and very smart, and it's just like pieces that you only get glimpses of. So you'll see, like, she's uh, really dry humor and uh, very sly, knows how to get things done, a very effective communicator, all sorts of stuff like that. But then also she's on her phone, on Instagram, taking selfies all the time, and I really had to learn how to take a good selfie. Because that, that was really hard for me. How do we take a good of- selfie? Okay, so... I think I just learned this. <laughs> I love it. She pulls the phone out. <laughs> Words you have to make sure that the head okay. is like I can't take one right now because my phone is dead. It's off. Yes. But if but it's one of those things where then you have to make sure that you don't have too much headroom, but you have your full head in, oh. and then you have good lighting, and you don't want to be completely backlit because then it'll be like weird and flare. And I should know this because I'm the daughter of a cinematographer, but <laughs> it was very informational and like very. I learned a lot. So do you take selfies ever, or are you... Um, I do take selfies. Okay. I do take selfies, but it just takes a couple, couple takes. It's like mm-hmm. one of those where it's like, mm, that doesn't look right. That one I was making a face. That one I was making a face. That one I was making a face. Oh, mm-hmm. look, that one. That's okay, good I'll one. post that one. Well, Kim Kardashian, who, you know, she has this book coming out that's called Selfie or whatever, and she's like the queen of selfies. Oh, you didn't know that? that? Yes. She has a whole book of selfies, and she was on uh, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and she's like, yeah, you, for every, like, one selfie that a girl posts, there's, like, 20 that she took before that that didn't quite make the cut. There are. Yeah, and that's real life. It is. Mm-hmm. You have to find that perfect one. Um, yeah. And her book is going to be, apparently, it's going to feature those outtakes, too, so we'll get to see the ones that didn't make it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so you've worked on Scandal, too, as, mm-hmm. like, the young Olivia Pope. So that's more of a drama. This, obviously, uh, Blackish is, like, a sitcom, and it's funny. So what are the two, like, environments like? Well, I mean, Scandal and Blackish. I think for Scandal, it was just me being me while they filmed it. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't much of a stretch. And then a lot of the material that I dealt with just because I'm young Olivia Pope wasn't very heavy. Okay. So, I mean, it was still a great set experience, still a lot of fun, a lot of laughter on set. And then I got to work with great actors such as Joe Morton and Candy Alexander. And then, but the thing is, on Blackish, I'm getting, I'm currently, like, I'm pretty sure I'm getting a six-pack from laughing so hard, and I'm really excited for that. But, um, I think it's just the content is lighter. So, mm-hmm. I mean, both are challenges, and both are fun, and, it, like, they really work on just setting up relationships with everybody in the scene. And I really enjoy both, but it depends, it depends on the content that you're dealing with, the mood of your set, really. Mm-hmm. Luckily, no matter how deep the content is, there's always those funny moments, and it's never like, well, now I'm depressed for the rest of the day. Okay. I didn't know if you guys had to, like, get into that, like, serious dramatic mode of, like, <laughs> if, like, Carrie's doing, like, a serious scene, she's, like, no talking on set or something, you know? Well, I've never in scenes with her because I'm mm-hmm, a flashback, yeah. but um, I know there are moments where it's like, okay, so you have to really get into the moment to make mm-hmm. sure that you're not smiling when you should be crying. But, I mean, other than that, it is very important to set up relationships and establish a connection with the other people that you're in the scene with. So it's definitely one of those things where, like, yeah, you take your moment, but then you have to really make sure that you create, like, a real relationship with somebody. What's the? You said you were getting a six-pack from Laughing So Hard on yes. Blackish. What is the 
like one funny story that you can share that happened while filming okay well there's this one scene where Zoe's on her phone as usual and they're pulling this prank to just kind of um they're messing with their mom can't tell you too much about okay. when or why it's coming up soon soon though i suggest everybody watch episode 102 okay um, soon <laughs> yes next week <laughs> yes next week and uh i get pushed into a room just because i'm just not paying attention but the thing was i was like i was expecting a push but i didn't know like how hard or anything like that and anthony's just supposed to push me in so then I get pushed in, but I'm so into whatever I'm doing on my phone because I was really trying to make sure that I was, like, actually on my phone. I get pushed in and I don't realize it, so then I stumble, and then I go, like, to the wrong side of the room, and then I'm, like, and then I had to hold in my laughter because I was about to break out laughing, and then I had to slowly, like, awkwardly move up to, uh miss tracy and then say my line and then exit off screen and then the director comes up to me and they're like yara um you seemed a little happy when you were doing this and you just can't be happy because in the scene you're supposed to be doing something really serious like yeah i'm really sorry for that (laughs) but i was on the verge of laughing and then every single moment in the pilot was hilarious to shoot yeah how do you because have you ever been somewhere and like something funny happens but you're not really supposed to be laughing at that moment like how do you control it when you're about to it's hard i mean the one thing is if you're like really into the character of Mm -hmm. like oh something really sad is happening then i can usually maintain that but Mm -hmm. when it's a comedy and everybody's laughing anyway it's really hard i mean the amount of ad-libs at the family meeting first of all Mm -hmm. in the first episode there was so much laughter and it was just really hard to stop laughing so there's so many takes of us just laughing through it because there's like there are just random things that no one thought anyone would say because everybody started ad-libbing and then it would just be one of those things where they're like a lot of takes where we're all like (laughs) (laughs) trying to hold it in trying to stay in character but i mean the adults because they're pros know how to do that well Mm -hmm. it's just uh, the kids were all giggling all the time how is it working with because there's two uh, like younger mm-hmm. kids on set that play your brother and sister. They're mm-hmm. twins, right? On, yeah. On, on the mm-hmm. show, not in real life. And then a, a guy that's your age mm-hmm. who's your brother. So how is that dynamic, like being kind of like the kids on set versus mm-hmm. like the adults? Um, well, it's definitely a great dynamic. I feel like we have the same family dynamic mm-hmm. that any family has. Cause after like the first time meeting each other, then all of a sudden we have like dance battles oh. off of set, then like taekwondo. I mean, Miles, who plays a little brother, is teaching us some moves. So cute. Yeah. And, uh, so I think it's just definitely a lot of fun. It's really lighthearted. It's like I have a second set of siblings. I, then I go home to my other siblings mm-hmm. and then we have more fun. So it, it's great. Are your real siblings and your real family, are they anything like the Johnsons? Yes, a lot like the Johnsons. Um, I think, really, when you see a lot of the episodes, it's things that all families deal with. And it's not just, like, ethnic problems Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It's just regular family uh, family dynamics. So it was one of those things where we'll read the script and my mother will be belly laughing because she's like, this happened yesterday. Yeah. So it's definitely very relatable. Wow. You mentioned there, like, it's just about family dynamics. It's not about necessarily race. And I know this show has been kind of talked about a lot in terms of race. I mean, Mm -hmm. the name of the show is Blackish. And, you know, so do you think people are focusing too much on race or? 
Um, well, I think Blackish is a very provocative mm-hmm. title, but it does speak to what the show is about. And it does deal with family dynamic, and it does have the aspects of just black culture, too. And I think the one thing is that's really sad is that just in our society, when they hear the name Blackish or something, oh, you did that and that's black, then they have a very negative oh, uh, yeah. view of it, or it's a very negative connotation, versus what it's meant to be is something positive and just absorbing black culture. Not black stereotypes, not anything like that, but just understanding black culture which is something that everybody has just with uh new media everything we all have s- pieces of different cultures so everybody's technically blackish yeah wow i love it that was so well said um i read this quote that was in the rap and it said um blackish uh says without saying that being black in america means you never stop thinking about being black in america even no matter how much money you have and well I'm ad-libbing now, but Mm -hmm. no matter how much money you have and what zip code you live in, like, you always have that in the back of your mind. So, I mean, do you think that that's accurate or I think it is accurate I mean being half Iranian half black it is something that I think about now it's never anything that I think about it in a negative light because I really enjoy Mm -hmm. just exploring my roots and exploring Mm -hmm. my culture on both sides but it is something that I'm especially in this changing time I mean there are things that I mean we haven't gone so forward enough to say like oh we're all colorblind but I think culture is very important to all of us so I don't know if color being colorblind is technically a good thing either because it's one of those things where you want to accept who you are and it's just a really long process for understanding like this is who I am and it's something that I have to accept and something that other people have to accept too wow um did you see the did you read the New York Times article about Shonda Rhimes um Okay, well, no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, very controversial article. It was in the New York Times last week, I think, and pretty much the writer of this article um, was kind of attacking Shonda Rhimes. Well, they claimed that the article was meant to be a positive, but the way it was written, it kind of seemed like uh, this author was calling Shonda Rhimes like an angry black woman, saying that a lot of the characters, like, for instance, Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, um, How to Get Away with Murder, that a lot of those female leads kind of reinforced the stereotype of, like, the angry black woman. Um, so super controversial piece. So I was just going to ask you like what you thought about that, but well, I actually know. haven't read yeah. it, so I don't know. No, I yeah. can't really respond in, to context, but I don't know. I don't have the ability to really say to, just because I yeah. don't. Yeah, I don't have the ability to speak on that. Wow. Well, what is uh, coming up for you next? Like besides Blackish, what other current projects are you working on? Um. Well, I know right now I'm definitely focusing on Blackish, but there are a couple things in the works that I can't technically okay. see right now. But I hope you guys get to see it later on. Yeah, we will definitely check out anything that you're involved mm-hmm. in. What What would be like your dream role if you could snap your fingers and have your dream role right My now? My dream role. Well, I guess. Because White Collar is ending soon, I would love to be on White Collar. <laughs> but I think it's really being able to dabble in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I guess my dream role would be multiple things. Just being able to have the flexibility to be like, oh, I did a drama last week. Now I'm doing a comedy. Now I'm doing a romantic film. Now I'm doing this or that. So I think I don't have a particular dream role. It's just more of having such a dynamic character in something that it's like the genre changes yeah. would you ever consider doing work on broadway no, or? that'd be interesting i applaud anybody on broadway because you only get one take oh yeah that's what surprised me i did a play when a, a really long time ago and i was like and mommy's like why are you nervous you do this all the time i'm like you only get one take you can't do it again you can't say your line if you mess up oh, yeah that's true. and i was really freaked out but I think it would be something interesting to dabble in. I mean, it hasn't been something that I've explored mm-hmm. in the past, but 
it would be interesting. Do you sing as well? Um, I'm learning. Actually, with me is my vocal coach today, and I'm learning. I'd love to be able to carry a note. Yeah, triple threat. Acting, singing, dancing. I, I see it. Because Miles is teaching you how to dance. So yes. <laughs> Miles got you covered. Your voice coach has you covered on the singing. And then, of course, acting. You've already got that down. Um, as far as social media goes, where mm-hmm. can your fans find you? Okay. Well, I decided to be difficult for some reason and have different names for different social media oh. handles. But my Twitter is at Real Yara Shahidi. And then it connects straight to my Instagram because I link my Instagram mm-hmm. a lot. And that's at Official Yara Shahidi. And then Facebook is just Yara Shahidi. <laughs> wow. And Blackish mm-hmm. every Wednesday night, ABC yes. at 8 o'clock? At 9 o'clock. 9.30. 9.30. Okay. 9.30 Pacific time. And then if you want to see any crazy behind the scenes, then Blackish ABC or Blackish BTS is really hilarious to follow. Ooh, I didn't even know about that to mm-hmm. see some behind the scenes action. Well, that is awesome. Thank you so much for coming in for our Spotlight On of and course. letting us get to know you a little bit better. Uh, I am your host, Michelle Renee, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee TV. Again, my guest for today, Miss Yara Shahidi. Make sure you check out Blackish and make sure you keep up with this girl because she is going to be awesome in the future on Broadway. Thank and you. <laughs> I'm just going to make you be a Broadway star. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll bless you later. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.